Welcome to the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. I'm Steve Casillo, and today we're talking about your money, your wealth, your investments, your 401k, your retirement with Philip Washington Jr. And today specifically, the topic is why recessions might be good. Let me repeat that. Why recessions might be good. If you're an investor, if you're a wannabe investor, if you are thinking on investing, you may want to take a listen. Thanks for being here today. Well, you know, if it's Friday morning, it is time for the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. I'm Steve Casillo, and we appreciate you being here today. You are either watching live on Facebook, or you are watching the video on YouTube or LinkedIn, or you are listening to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform, whatever it may be. Again, we appreciate you being here today. And as we do every Friday, it's time to talk about your money, your income, your your retirement, your 401k, your IRA, your CDs, or your wealth. And we always, right over there, over my left shoulder, right here in the studio, is Philip Washington, Jr. Welcome. Say hello to the audience. How's it going, audience? Thanks for having me. Do you know how to solder? <laughs> I have no clue. Just, we had a we had a conversation off the air before uh, going live today, and uh, about some of the some of the the technical part of the studio, and and part of it is uh, like right up in here is a connector where the the wires are soldered together, and and we so we were we were talking about jargon, and jargon this being a language that people who are into electronics understand, but also how this applies to the financial world, that there is jargon within the financial world that say, I don't understand. And that's the way that you started off your podcast on why recessions might be good in that um, with a language that, that, the 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 average person, the average investor, may not may not understand. It, yeah, we we had a conversation with a friend, and we were talking about recessions, and and she she was about uh you know my age, and uh, and we had had a long conversation about investing, recession, short term, long term, and she, from my perspective, fully understand it, and then two days later, she sent me a YouTube video about like a recession's coming, and you know we were, I was repeating what I was saying, but I still sensed that uh, she was still, like she was saying she was good, but I sensed an unease. Yeah. And then I realized, oh, wait a minute. Like her perspective of a recession is like 2008, right? That's when all of us like graduated. And I had to explain, oh no, 2008 is not like a recession. That's a depression. That's like when the financial system blows up, which happens you know, w- once in an, an investor's life, an invest in an investor's investing lifetime. Yeah. Um, you know, I said, and that's different from recession, which a recession is just from the technical de- technical definition. Um, uh, you know, negative growth in the economy for like a couple of quarters, which is like it's the difference between getting shot by a shotgun or a BB gun, right? Big difference in what they are, and so, um, you know, a lot of people who are reading about the recession are getting unnecessarily worried from my point of view, because this is not a 08 type deal. This is just a normal recession, which happens on average every five years, right? Versus once every 40 or 50 years. Right. 
I heard this the other day where the, uh, is this recession, if we are headed into a recession, is this recession going to cause another housing bust like 2008? And the general consensus that I was reading was that a the housing bust is what caused the recession in 2008. And if this were the case in 2022, the recession will not cause a housing bust. You see what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it was it was backwards. The housing bust is what caused the, the recession of 2008. The recession of 2022 is not a result of a housing bust. And as a result of that, that is not going to cause a housing bust. So, so, so 2008 was a, a housing, think of the housing bust, like from a financial person, the housing bust is like a cough, right? A cough is not a cold. A cough is a symptom of the cold, Yeah. right? The cold or the reason for the 08 was the financial system dying, right? So, so you have the, the cycle of life is like life and death, winter, summer, spring, and fall, right? And so we experience it, nature experiences it, the universe experiences it, everything, like nothing in the physical world is like immune from the natural cycle of life and death. And so, so financial systems are the same way. So what happened in 08 was the financial system died, right? And the symptom was the housing market blew up, banks almost blew up, like companies almost starved of, of finance to death, right? That's, you know, that was what happened in 08. And so, um, so what we're in right now, the opportunity is this is a rebuilding of the current of a, of a new system, right? It's like a you know when you have a gangster movies where you have a vacuum of power, right? There's a vacuum of power because a new system is being built, and and this is what's happening. And so so you are correct in the sense that this recession, I don't, from my perspective, is not going to create a housing bust because it's not the same thing. It's, it's not it's not a blow up in the financial system. The financial the financial system is a new one's being rebuilt currently this is just a slowdown of of um of of economic growth which is you know natural and normal and and actually we were already in the process of slowing down and getting into to a recession before covid hit because 29 a lot of folks that are not in the finance didn't see the 2019 numbers and it was like looking bad covid happened and everything froze up and they dropped in all this money in the system. And so we, we avoided uh, these recessions and these recessions in the numbers, but they're coming through, but it's not, you know, it's not, there's not going to be a housing bust. It's just a slowing down. (laughs) And then the, the other thing that I've, I've, I've heard and I've read that, that the, the recession, this kind of goes along with why recessions might be good is that the, the smart investors are, stockpiling their money in anticipation of a recession because during a recession stock market goes down and that's when they start investing so that when it comes back up they're making money is, is that again yeah so 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 it's, it's too so jason i did an episode on it and so the ones that are stockpiling and raising cash there's like two markets there's a private market and there's a stock market liquid market Private, they, they work a little bit different. Private markets are slower. And so a lot, a lot of investors that invest in private businesses or real estate are stockpiling cash because like it takes a while for this stuff to hit the private markets. But the stock market anticipated this recession because it's been, it's been falling for a while. As a matter of fact, I was telling a client, Bitcoin, which is the new 
for 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 new investors that understand risk on risk off right yeah. it used to be the S&P that would lead uh the recession numbers and and it would go down and then 8 months later they'd say oh we're in a you know we're in a recession <laughs> well bitcoin dropped like a year ago uh so bitcoin is the ind better indicator for risk on risk off in the new financial world because it is the built it is the foundation of the new financial world being being built and so uh I'm saying that to say uh the market anticipated the recession already before the numbers came out so stock market you can't really use the headlines <laughs> to make a decision um you know for for my clients I've been saying hey listen like right now is the time to like if you have any extra cash, if you're making money, like dump that into the market. Definitely don't freeze up, right? But keep doing what you're doing. And if you have extra cash, invest extra cash, right? Because this is the time where you're going to like uh, look back and say, and from my perspective, look back and say, I wish I would have done more. I wish I would have bought more. I wish I would have bought more, you know, uh, Tesla stock. I wish I would have bought more ARC uh, innovation ETFs. I wish I would have bought more Bitcoin, right? I wish I would have, because like, um, the recession creates an opportunity for those who are frozen up and fearful um, to say, "Hey, you can you can have this stuff for cheap because I'm scared, I'm nervous." Yeah. yeah, and this is when some investors panic, and they and and, and this is the the one piece of advice: don't sell. Correct? <laughs> don't sell. Not during a recession. Not during a recession. Not not at all. Because because you get because you got to have a long term farm. Like I think on other podcasts, I said, think about it this way: go look at a twenty year old. And then think, what assets are the twenty-year-old going to want to buy from me when they're thirty-five and they have money in their pocket? They're not going to want to. I don't want to pick on any companies. Yeah, but they're not going to want to buy what you consider safe today. They're not going to want to buy cash and bonds at thirty-five. They're going to want to own right the 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 the, the stocks that Ark ETF own. They're going to they're, they're going to want to own Tesla. They're going to want to own Facebook. They're going to want to own Zoom. They're going to want to own Spotify because. They are the companies that are gonna that are building the new world. They're gonna want to own Bitcoin, right? All the things that people thinking in the old world mindset are are afraid of or nervous of. Like they're gonna want to own that because that's that's normal to their world today, right? So like think in that terms, and then you're like, oh, I'm definitely not gonna sell because I want to sell to the 35 year old. Yeah. If someone wanted to reach out to Philip Washington Jr., if they had some questions about the the pending recession and and what to do with their money, how can they reach out to uh, to Philip? Best way is my website StonehillWealthManagement.com has a link to my podcast, uh, my email, phone number, and even a link to book a time if you're interested in having a no cost obligation consult. Philip Washington Jr., appreciate you being here. Let's do this again next week. Thanks, thanks, Steve. Thanks for having me. We appreciate you listening to the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. By the way, if you own a business and you are interested in being a part of the Consumer Advice Series, if you have the knowledge to give information in 10-minute increments to the consumers, shoot me an email to info at aboutmansfield.com. Again, that is info at aboutmansfield.com. We'll tell you how we can get you all set up. Appreciate it. We do it again next week right here on the podcast.